Okay, so today we're starting um, Perek. Today we're starting Perek Ketzim Abrim. We're going to speak about how to um, where the borderline of the city starts in order for the air of in order for the Trum to start. So yeah, because the the, the Trum starts two thousand arms outside the city. So the question is, where do we make the borders of the city? Um, today's Gemara is basically only Agadata. The whole thing is introduction. It's mainly Agadata. An actual uh, main main uh, piece of the main part will start in a few uh, in a few Amul. So today is fairly easy. Gemara is mainly, mainly story. Just going to start with the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that we're starting doing Nubeza with base at the bottom of the page. <clears throat> the Mishnah says like this: Ketzad Ma'abrim The Pashta translation Ma'abrim means how do we extend a city, meaning that if you have a city that on the outside has the, the border of the city is not straight, meaning the last row of houses isn't straight, it's a zigzag. You have one house like this, and the one side, one house inside, meaning it's not a straight line. So the question is, do we measure it from the inner inner line of houses, or do we, if there's, a, if there's something that sticks out the border, maybe do we start measuring from um, the outer house? So the answer, so the, the Mishnah says, Ketzal Ma'abim Sa'adim, how do we measure Ma'abrim in this context? We're going to see in the Gemara what Ma'abrim means, but in a, how do we measure the border? So the, the, the Gemara, the Mishnah says like this, Ba'is Nichnas, Ba'is Yotze. If you have a house that goes in and a house that goes out, or if you have Pigum, Pigum is like a tower, like a watchtower, Nichnas, or Pigum Yotze. If you have a watchtower goes in and a watchtower goes out, so it's basically a zigzag shape or triangle shape. Ha'usham, Dubiyes, Gvei Sasarat Tzvachim. If you had um, a house which is destroyed, or piles of uh, piles of, of destroyed destroyed things, tens fucking tall, which is the same idea. Which you have it outside the border of the city. Oksharim unafashis. If you have uh, big grave gravestones, matseva, atabu kvarim, which stick outside the city, that have inside of it enough of um, a place to live. I mean, they have. They have enough in uh, uh, a place that a person can stay there. It's not just some uh, it's not some matseva. Uh, so then is So we draw an imaginary line from where this thing is all the way um, throughout the border of the city. So we basically, yes, we have, if you have a border like this, and then you have a house sticking out, so we draw an imaginary line from all around the border. We go outside the most outer thing that sticks out of the outside the city. So that's what we start measuring the trunk. Then the Mishnah goes further. When we measure a city, the Mishnah says a new uh, rule how to measure the borders of a city. We, we make the city like we make the Trum exact a square shape around the city. Basically, the way it works is like this. If you have a city in the middle, so you make a square shape, a square 2,000 arms. If you have, you have 2,000 arms to the right side, 2,000 arms to the left side, 2,000 arms up, 2,000 arms down, but when it comes to the corners, if you make a square 2,000 amas, so the corners isn't actually going to be 2,000 amas, it's going to be 2,800 amas because you have, since it's a square, so you're left with extra amas. The thing is, we gain extra, extra um, 800 amas by making niskar, is obvious, meaning we gain the corners um, when we measure the city. So that's the Mishnah. We're going to speak about it um, later on in the Gemara. Now the Gemara goes into a whole um, discussion. <clears throat> so I said in the Mishnah, we said, Ma'abrim, as said the Mishnah Ma'abrim So the translation Ma'abrim in our context means we make the city bigger, right? Right? Because since we have something sticking out, so we make it bigger. So what does Ma'abrim mean? Rabbi Shmuel 
Khatani Ma'abrim, the Khatani Ma'abrim, Ma'abrim. One of them says Ma'abrim with the ayin, which literally means Ma'abrim, like it's pregnant. We're going to see soon, it's as if the city is pregnant. It's as if the city wide, it got bigger, and therefore we measure it from the wider part of the city. Khatani Ma'abrim, one says, Ma'abrim with the, with the Aleph, which, which comes from the, we're going to see in, the, more in a second, it comes from the Lush and Avid, which means we add links. Let's see. Ma'abrim, Ma'abrim, one says Ma'abrim with the Aleph, so it means Avid, Avid. It's as if the city grew limbs, it's as if we add limbs to the city. Because we're adding over here the city, most of the most of the border is equal, but it has extra limb, it has a hand sticking out. So we measure from where the hand sticks out. So that's why he says Aver Aver comes to Lashon Belim. Man, the Tani Ma'abrim, the one who says Ma'abrim with the Ayin, he says Isha Ubar. It's as if a, the lady, it's as if a lady is pregnant. That it's from the Lashon of Ibor of that the city grew or the city kind of became pregnant. So now we brought on a Machlech is Rabban Shmuel. We're going to bring in a whole bunch of other machleks and Rabbi Shmuel where they have an argument in when we have a word that how <clears throat> how to read the word that it says in the text. So the Gemara goes, goes further. We're holding again Nugim on the back of the Mishnah. Ma'abri Maris Machpelah. Says in the pasuk that Abraham bought Maris Machpelah. So the question is, what does Hamachpelah mean? What does the <clears throat> a double cave mean? Chad Amar Shnei Batim. Rabbi Shmuel. Does machlek Rabbi Shmuel what it means? Chad Amar Shnei Batim. One of them says. That it's two houses, meaning it was two rooms, one inside the other. It wasn't a double storied house, it was a house which had two rooms, and that's why it's called Machpel. It was a house, it was a two story house, it was a house, and it had on top of it another floor, and that's why it's called Machpel. So the Mara asks, the one, according to the, the one who says that it was one on top of the other. This is why it says in the Pasuk, Machpelah, that was a double house. Because double means that the literal sense of double means is, is one on top of the other. But the one who says it was, it was a two-room house, meaning a house with one room inside another. My Machpelah, why is it double? Usually the, the, the Lushen, the, when, when Mishn uses it, when the, the Pasuk uses the term double, it means that it's telling us that it's a double, it's an extra thing. When you say a two-room house, you don't, you don't say a double house. Or double cave, we say that it's a, it's a, it's a normal house which has two rooms, whatever it is. We don't use the word double. So how does he touch? Uh, if you say that it's two rooms and they were on top of each other, how do you touch the word double? So the more answer is Double doesn't mean physically. Double means that shekful bazugis that it had um, different pairs of people buried there. Why? Because it says in pasuk mamre kiryas arba. It says in the Pasuk that it was he saw them It was a Kiria was a place that had Arba Zugis, which had four um pairs of people buried there. Who were the four people? Adam Khaba, Abraham Basara, Yitzhak Vrifka, and Yaakov Leah. That's why it means doubled. It was double, meaning they had um multiple pairs of double people there of Abraham, Khaba, Abraham Basara, Yitzhak Vrifka, and Yaakov Leah. So that thing might go further. And explain another machlekes Rav and Shmuel in a pasuk. It says in the pasuk by Hebi Amrafel. It says in the pasuk that was in the, in the days of Amrafel. So the Gemara takes it as a given. The Mashal is going to ask, how do we know this? But the Gemara takes it as a given. Amrafel was Nimrod. Amrafel agrees that there wasn't there was no person called um, there wasn't a person called Amrafel and a person called Nimrod. Amrafel was the king of Nimrod. The question is, what was his real name? Do we say his real name is Amrafel, and he was nicknamed Nimrod, or do we say the other way around? His real name was Nimrod, and he was nicknamed Amrafel. So Rabbi Shmuel Chad Amar Nimrei Shmei. One of them says his name was Nimrei. Why was he called Amrafel? Shamar Vehipil 
Abraham Avinu was a Kivshana age because he told Abraham, he took Abraham and he dumped him into the furnace. We had the story with Abraham and the Kraston, where he dumped Abraham into the furnace. And it says that, so Amrafa is Molashin, Omar pulled. It's a, the kind of Rosh Hashanah, so you spit the word in half. Omar, he said, pull, he should be thrown in. So that's one opinion. That his real name was Amraf. Why was it called Nimre? That he got the whole world to um, be made to go against Malchus, the Abish's name, um, to go against Hashem. <coughs> so that's another Malchus. So we see Rabbi Shmuel argue on the wording and what, what a word means. We're going to have another machlekes. This, this is a famous machlekes. It's brought down also in Sefer's Seita. And Rashi brings down in the Chumash. It says in the Pasuk, V'yakum al-Chadash HaMitzayim, there was a new king who rose on Mitzayim. Rabbi Shmuel, Chad Omar, Chadash Mamash. One says it was a literal new king. It was a king who was, the other one died and it was a new king. But Chad Omar, he wasn't actually a new king. It was the same king, but he made new decree. The one who says that it says Chadash Mamash. Why? Because it says in the Pasuk, V'sim Chadash. Because it says that V'yakum al-Chadash, a new king arose. The one who says that it wasn't a new king, just he, he renewed his decrees. It doesn't say that he died before. It just says, a new king arose. The one who says that, he, that it was the same king, just he made new decrees. They said that he never knew Yosef. So if it was the same king, how can you say he never knew Yosef? What I answer is, and Asher brings down the also, Yes, what does what does it mean he never knew Yosef? To have a dummy commander Yosef. He made as if he never knew Yosef, meaning he made such bad decrees as if he didn't recognize all the good that Yosef did for the country of Egypt. So now the are going to go further. Simon This the sometimes brings down Simon and makes a kitzer of the subjects that we're going to speak about soon. So let's see. The Gemara goes further. I grew 18 days. 18 days I learned by Rabbi Shai Berivi. Rashi says Berivi means he was a, a Hashra person, so meaning Rabbi Shai. I only learned, of all, all these 18 days I was there, I only learned one thing which helps us from Mishnah. What did I learn from him? I learned from him that he read the Mishnah. With the Aleph, which you said before, they had Machlekes, Rav and Shmuel, then Ma'abrim means, Ma'abrim doesn't mean it became pregnant, Ma'abrim means that it's Malashin Eved, Eved. Dragging Amara, any, is it true that you only learned one thing? That Rebbe Echanan only learned one thing? Rebbe Echanan, we have another place, Rebbe Echanan said, Shneim Asatamidim, Hayulayin, Rebbe Shabbatidim, that Rebbe Shabbatidim had 12 Tamidim, Shreyin Asayam, Gidatim, Minem, and I was, I hung around them for 18 days, well, I'm at the I learned, <clears throat> I learned each one his personality and how clever he is, meaning that I hang around them long enough to learn which one was cleverer than the other and which one had uh, the different personalities they had with each, with each other. So I didn't, so from here we see that Rabbi Echanan didn't only learn one thing, he learned a whole bunch of things. He learned um, the personality and the chacham of each one. So then what answers, all the things, all the different uh, how clever each one is and his personality, all these things he knew, but actual learning he never learned, meaning he never learned something completely new they never knew before. He might have learned about, about people, but he never learned the new Allah. That's one answer. Besides, that's another answer. The same one other answer is 
in Ham. From the Talmudim, he learned a lot of things. But from the Bishai himself, he never learned he never learned anything besides never learned anything besides this thing that it said in the Mishnah of Ma'ab. And the third answer, which is the most part, the, the most simple answer, the Yibayseima. Another answer is Davar Echad Mishnah Seinokama. He's saying very simple. I only from the twelve from the eighteen days I hang around a Bishaya. I only learned one thing that helps us out for this Mishnah. And Echanami, he learned a lot of things. But the one thing that helps us out for the Mishnah is Ma'abrim with the Allah. I don't know exactly, I'm not sure why the Gemara didn't think of this. This isn't the first answer, because Lachay, this is the most first answer, because it says it clear that Davar Echad Mishnah Seinokama. I only learned one thing. So we have to see why um, this is the third answer. Okay, the Gemara goes further. That um, another, another thing Rabbi Echanan said that happened when he, when he was learning by Rabbi Yishai. When we used to learn Torah by the Bishaya, we sit in the middle and we would sit um, four, four by four. We meaning we would sit four Talmidim, meaning extremely uh, Amo, four Talmidim around the Amo, around the square Amo, meaning they would be extremely close to, each, close to the Bishaya that, that, that they would be able to hear. Amar Rabbi, Rabbi said, when we learn Torah by Rabbi Lezman Shamua, we would sit six by six Amu, meaning six people around one Amu. And Masha goes into this, that it's not physically possible for six people to sit around one Amu. And he says that it was like a nest. Um, other people argue and says that it doesn't mean literally Amu, it means um, more than Amu. It means they would sit very close to each other, that they should be able to hear and not miss any comments that they used to, that Rabbi said. Amar Rabbi goes further. Now we're going to see the greatness of um, the different generations of Tanam and Amirai. Amr Abiyachan Abiyachan said, Rabbi Shaya Berivi, Rabbi Shaya Berivi, who we spoke about before, Rabbi Shaya, the great Rabbi Shaya, in his generation was like a mayor, in, it was like a mayor in his generation. Rabbi Shaya was much after the mayor. But he's saying that Rabbi Shaya in his generation was as great as a mayor in his generation. What does that mean? After the Bishayah, it says about the mayor that a lot of times that the Chacham had arguments in the mayor, but it said the reason why they argued with him is because his his svaris, his reasoning was so deep that they weren't able to understand, they weren't able to go into his the complete depth of his reasoning, and therefore they argued with him. And that's why the Allah is not, even though the Allah, even though they, they said that a mayor is um is such deep reasoning, but since they didn't understand it, they argued with him. And the a lot of times is not like a mayor because of this, because <clears throat> because even though he had some deep reasoning, since they weren't able to understand, they still argued with him. So he's saying, just like the main was in, in his generation, that people argued with him because the yard will say that they had such a deep understanding, they weren't able to understand, fully grasp what he said. The people who argued and the people who hang around Abesha weren't able to grasp the deepest, the, the depth of his svaris. So now that we're speaking about svaris, we're going to speak about. Um, the difference in generation gap between um, between the the first generations of Amirayim and the second generations and, and the further generation. Amr Abiyachan said, "Liban shodi shenim." Yeah, Liban Abir does me the heart. Liban Abir means the intellect. The seichel of the shenim of the first uh, generations of of Tanoi, is as if it was as wide as the pisker shulam's expression that it's the size of the opening of the ulam. This which the opening of the ulam with this mikdash was twenty amas wide. And the strength of the the the, the seichel of the achreinim of the second generation is is much smaller. It's kapischa shel It's like the size of the heichel. The size of the heichel was only ten amos wide. So we see the generation gap makes 
that the the seichel is in the smartal of in the smartal of obvious that seichel that the seichel goes down the seichel gets less from generation to generation and that's that's about the yishem nachlein but he says about Rabbi Yechon said about himself va'onu by our generation our seichel is kumlei nekev machat sidkis is the size of a hole of a needle meaning it's extremely small and nowadays we don't have nowadays in the Yechon generation and um, we don't have a a, bit, a, a, a very strong seichel to think and uh, into deep svaris. Who are the Yishenim and Achrim? Who is talking about? So Gemara Taich says what the Bechman said. How do Yishenim? Who are the Yishenim? It goes into Bakiva. How Achrim? The Achrim is going on in Belazben Shamua. Belazben Shamua. So that's one opinion. Ikedamni Yishenim goes on in Belazben Shamua, and Achrim Rabbi Shai Berivi. So that's um, an argument. Which generation? Which type of generation we're talking about? Either the Yishenim goes on in Bakiva, or the one of the higher generation of Tanoi and Achrim. Or sigma the Shen Gosan Lesbian Shabwa, which is the second generation, and the Akhrainim Gosan, the, the next generation, which, which is Rabbi Shai Berid. Then the, the Gemara goes further and says, Ba'anu Kumlay Nachet, Kumlay Nachet Machas Sidkis, us who are like a hold of an idom in the Sekha very small. Amar Abai, Abai said, Ba'anan, Kisiksa Buguda al Ligmar. Us, our Sekho is, is Daime, our Sekho is similar to if you have a small hole in a wall and you want to stick a big beam through it, or sometimes let's say you have a, a, a big cork and you want to stick it into, into a small cork and small bottle hole, so it's very hard to stick it in. That's what he's saying. Our seichel, our, 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 our capacity to understand to understand is very hard. It's very hard for us to understand. It's like sticking a big pole through a small hole. Amar Rabbi, Rabbi added, and he said, kids so this is all when it comes to learning and understanding what we're learning rabbi Adam said that just like it's hard to stick a finger into hard wax or another explanation is just like it's hot when you put the finger on wax if it's the wax is hot so the the wax the, the, if you make a hole in the wax so the wax will eventually stick together again and the hole will disappear so just like that so to our spots when it comes to us thinking our spots we're not able to think so well and whatever we think eventually um, goes away or it's not strong. Amr Avashir, Avashir goes even further and says, Anan kids batta bebira l'shikha. Our, um, our, our uh, uh, memory is similar to sticking a finger in a pit. Just like when you stick a finger in a pit, so the pit, the, the pit hole is usually very big. And putting a finger is very easy to put. It's, it's, it's completely not hard to stick your finger inside the hole of a pit. So too, it's very easy for us to forget what we learned. So again, another thing we see that the generation gap causes a great um, level, a great, great decrease in the level of intellect. Then the mark goes further um, on the same subject of explaining the generation gap of different, uh, the same subject of, of, of the different people understanding things in certain ways. Amr of Yehuda Amarav, Yehuda said the name of Rav, Bnei Yehuda, the people of, of Yehuda, we know to saw was divided into, into three, uh, three places. One of them was called Yehuda. So the Bnei Yehuda, Sheikh Pida al they were mocked on the way they spoke. They were mocked on when they when he learned. They were mocked on which to use a very precise lotion. So by them, Niskaimut to us and beyond. So they they remembered. They remembered what they learned. Bnei Galu, but on the other hand, the people of Galu, Sheikh Pida al which weren't didn't use a very precise way of uh, language when they spoke. They they. They expanded, expanded, and didn't use a very short and precise way of learning. So they didn't remember what they learned. Is memory 
does memory de- to remember things does de- depend on which lotion you use? The Gemara says the Gemara, the, 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 the Hamlet Gemara is that it doesn't make a difference which lotion you use. Memory has nothing to do with how memory has had to has to, has to do with the way you learn things, not with the way you, you you express it. So what does that mean? So Elos Gemara answers It doesn't mean that they use the precise lotion. It means the Daika Mishnah. The Daikalisha, they, they would keep the lashon of their of the of the of their but they would use the same lashon that they heard from their rabbi. and they would make simonim to remember exactly the way their teacher told it to them. So by them, it's kind of and beyond. So since they made different ways of remembering exactly what the teacher told them, and they used to say it from, from generation to generation, they passed over the exact lashon that they heard from the teacher. So therefore, they remembered what they learned. On the other hand, B'nai Galil, B'nai Kaimalishto, B'nai Galil, since they never weren't medayikon, the lashon arad weren't medayikon the way they heard it from the teachers, and they never made simon, they never made different signs to remember what they heard from the teachers. They never remembered why. They never remembered everything they learned because eventually, through generations, they started forgetting exactly what the teachers learned since they, since they didn't keep the precise lashon. And therefore, they forgot then the Gemara goes weiter and explains another difference from Bnei Yehuda and Bnei Gadol. The last line, last lines of Nugim Amidal. Bnei Yehuda Gamlu Michad Rabbe. Bnei Yehuda learned from one teacher. So, so by them, Nisqaim Matirasim. On the other hand, Bnei Gadol, the people of Gadol, they learned Gamlu Michad Rabbe. They never learned from one teacher. They learned from a whole, a whole bunch of different teachers. Learned Nisqaim Matirasim. Beyond, they never remembered what they and eventually they never remember what, remember, what the, remember what they learned because after learning from so many teachers, people started getting confused and then um, they started forgetting what they heard. So Ravina Ahmad, Bnei Yehuda, another reason why Bnei Yehuda remembered what they learned was because the Galu Masechta. The, the Bnei Yehuda would teach, would explain, whatever, when they heard it from the teacher, they would explain to other, explain to other people um, and expound on what their teacher said. So by then, this guy meant us. Which they never expand, they never explain what the teacher said. They never, um, they eventually forgot what the teacher said. David, um, and they bring a dogma from David and Shaul. David, David explained and taught other people what he, what he learned. So therefore, you're going to see soon that David remembered. But Shaul, Shaul never taught other people, never explained what he heard from his teachers. So therefore, he never remembered. It says in Pasuk, meaning the people who are Yerushalayim were had Hanah had um, had Hanah from David, and that why they have Hanah because David used to teach them. Shaul the Lord Galim Masechta. Shaul never um, told other people, never explained what he heard from his teachers. Says in Pasuk, says in Pasuk, Meaning he would, um, um, since he never um, taught other people, eventually the people started doing Averis. Let's just do one more, uh, one more line. Until the, another two lines. Another thing, we're seeing that troll anyway, so we can't see that troll. How do we know that the Ebershtein um, forgave Shalom on his, uh, Shal, on his dig on the Aleisah? Rashi says that the, a very restrictive over here is that he shall kill the city of Naiv with Chad Kehanim. Shinamak says in Pastuk, Machar Ato Banacho Imi. So that after um, a certain time, Machar Ato Banacho Imi, you and your sons will be with me. What does it mean? Imi, Imi means 
which means the Eberstein forgave him for his Avedis. Okay, we stop him over here at the top of the Gimel, Ahmed Base. And next, uh, Ahmed is also a Gadata for another few, uh, another few Amudim.